Good morning on this Friday morning. Welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We have been looking at our Creator, Elohim, how He created man. Man was specifically designed for a reason and a purpose on both how to serve God and how to glorify Him. Man was made of the dust of the earth so that he could relate to the earthly things of this world. And he was also made of spirit or of the very same image and likeness of God, having a will, a soul, mind, emotions. Man became a living soul in a physical body. Up until and before the fall, man was perfect in every way. He could relate to creation. He could name the animals. He could uh, basically do what he needed to do in his physical body. But at the same time, when God would come and visit, he could have fellowship and communion with God because of his spirit man, because of his inward part. That part that God had put that was in man, that he imparted into man. So man had both the physical uh, and the spiritual nature in him. The physical being, of course, his fleshly body and, of course, his soul, his will, his mind, and his emotions. When man fell, there was a shift in everything. And because there was a shift in everything, man lost his ability to spiritually commune with God and was what we would call spiritually dead. That that part of sin and transgression and rebellion and disobedience has set up a wall that no longer made it possible for him to have that perfect fellowship and harmony with God which he had in the beginning before he fell. And because of it, man was also imparted the nature of Satan or Lucifer, Think of it this way, in the natural. When we as children, when we were born into this physical world, we had the nature of our physical father and our physical mother uh, imparted into us through what we would call DNA or heredity. And in those genes... Uh, our eyes were determined what color they would be, as was our hair, and so forth. But at the same time, any and all genetic defects in the physical body could and can be imparted to the children from the parents. Well, in the same way, when Adam fell, he was imparted, and I'm going to call it the spiritual DNA that made man defective. He was no longer that perfect created being before God. He no longer had that fellowship and communion with God that he had. And man was considered a fallen creature. But we have to consider why God made us the way that he made us. And we had made mention, Lucifer was made out of whatever spiritual material that God used in the beginning in creation when he created all the angels and all the host of heaven. And there was perfection in him. But yet, because of pride, his heart was lifted up. 
both according to Isaiah chapter 14 and according to the book of Ezekiel chapter 28. His heart was lifted up and that pride made him think that because of his beauty, because of his wisdom, that he could be like God. Well, in the very temptation that Satan used against Eve and against Adam, he turned it in in such a way that he made it look like God was withholding the best part from us. That God really wasn't as good as he said he said he was and that his word could not be trusted. And because of that, the serpent was able to manipulate the woman to such a degree that she believed him and thought, okay, well, you know, I want to be wise. You know, I want to be like God. I, 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 I want to be independent of him. I want to be a free thinker. I want to be able to do things on my own without having to depend upon him. And man fell. This creature that was made out of dust of the earth and imparted the likeness and imparted the life of God into him was now a fallen creature. And every single man and woman that was born from that day forward had the spiritual genetic material of a fallen being. And because of it, we were spiritually dead unto God. It was through the sacrifice of Christ Jesus that we are quickened and made alive again. Our spirit is made alive for we can have that fellowship that we could not have before. Now man can try to have fellowship with God through his soul. He can try to have fellowship with God through his mind. He can try to have fellowship with God through his emotions. He can try to have fellowship with God through all kinds of manners of the five senses, but he will never reach and nor accomplish that which was created for worship in our spirit before God. And that's why when Jesus talked about those that uh, that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth, If our spirit was dead unto God, how could we ever worship him? Therefore, idols and all sorts of gods were set up, man-made things, so that we could worship. But yet that worship was so limited. It could never reach up to the heights of heaven. It could never touch the creator. But when Christ came, born of a woman, But instead of having the nature of Adam in him, he had the nature of the Father. He had the life of the Father flowing through him. And he, being in that same physical vessel in which Adam also dwelt in, was able through perfect obedience unto the Father and unto God, and even unto the death of the cross, be able to submit himself and humble himself to the point of being humiliated and being crucified. And it is there where the secret lied in that he humbled himself to the point of death and God exalted him. Whereas Satan did not humble himself, but he exalted himself thinking that he could be God 
Now, this is important for us to understand because when it comes to our flesh, the flesh is still the flesh. It will always be the flesh. And the flesh is going to want the things of the flesh. And the unrenewed mind is going to want the things of the flesh and of this earthly world that we live in. But as we are renewed in our mind, and as we are transformed into the image of Christ, the DNA of Him flowing in us, and we become more. We've not reached perfection yet, but the book of Hebrews says that He has sanctified us, and He is sanctifying us, all those that have been made perfect. In other words, he, he is taking us through a process of making us reach the point that Christ himself had attained. And of course, that does require a lot of thought and a lot of work on our part in trusting and believing in God and having the Holy Spirit help us walk the spiritual walk that we need to walk. So as we go back and we consider this, as God created man... God wanted to have fellowship with him. So he named him so that it could be on a personal, on a personal note. Adam, Jehovah Elohim. You can't get more personal than that. And then, of course, God tells Adam, okay, I want you because I've given you also an ability uh, to speak. I want you to name all the animals. And he named every single one that God brought down to him. Now God had already, from heaven, come down to earth and made that physical vessel of clay and dust that man was going to be inhabiting and dwelling in. God imparted himself into that man. And now we had both that earthly and that divine in us. Now you say, well, th doesn't that make us sound like we're trying to be like God? No, because the scripture says, according to the book of 1 Peter and 2 Peter, as it talks about the promises of God, it is through these promises that we become partakers of the divine nature. He wants us to experience back again what was lost in the garden. And greater than that, now... He has made plans and preparations for us that when Christ comes for us and we are, whether you call it raptured, translated, taken up to heaven, caught up into heaven, whatever you want to call it, we will be changed through a mystery known in the scripture by the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians, that this corruptible will put on incorruption, and this earthly will put on immortality and that which is spiritual. So we will wind up leaving this physical body behind and receiving a body that no longer will have to meet the demands of the flesh. It will no longer have to try to figure out on what to do or make a choice. It will be a spiritual body that won't tire, that won't need to sleep, that won't need to eat. It can eat, it can sleep, it can do all these things, but it won't need to. It won't get sick. It will not die. Now, this is actually an awesome thing because we're going to need this body 
in order to live throughout eternity. Can you imagine living 100 billion years in this physical flesh body? As it is, by the time we hit 100, it's pretty much decayed and corroded. It's falling apart. I mean, it's not, it's, it, it's not all together. It was not made to live forever, but it was made as an instrument to be inhabited by that spirit man that was breathed into it so that it, that spirit man, could have fellowship and communion with God. Well, through the process of the restoration of the cross, God made an open pathway for us to restore that fellowship that he so longed for. Now, if one thing God has desired, it is that we worship him. If there's one thing that the devil has desired, is that we worship him too. And in this world, we have those that worship. And I'm not talking about a satanic cult. But I'm talking those that worship their creator. And I'm going to put it in this sense. Their creator because they have received his genetic material, Satan. And those who have been recreated in Christ Jesus, we have received our DNA, our spiritual material from Christ. And it is through that process of being changed and transformed that we begin to learn how it is that God wanted to make this full redemption and restoration of our lives complete. Complete meaning everything that we would need here on this earth to meet the needs that the body would need. But at the same time, everything that the spirit man would need to be able to overcome and be prepared to live a life in eternity. Worshiping God, serving God, and it is through a process. Just as Jesus had to go to the cross, we must go to the cross on a daily basis. Just as Jesus died and was buried, we must die. We must recognize that we're crucified with him, and we must recognize that we're buried with him in baptism, and we must also understand that we have arised to a newness of life when we come up out of that water. So that the pattern that was set forth in Christ Jesus is a pattern that we also follow. And as Christ was resurrected from the dead and transformed, even we at that given point and time will also be raised up and transformed and translated into the heavens until we come back to this earth to rule with Christ during that glorious millennial time and truly it will be a special time because our bodies will have been transformed into that which God originally wanted this body to be like. And that is in the image of his son, Christ Jesus. Well, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. God intends to meet all our needs if we can just understand that the enemy has been defeated. And if we apply how he was defeated then we can have the victory in everything and anything in our lives. The Lord richly bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, keep looking up. Our redemption draweth near. Amen.